Welcome back to episode 105 of the Guardian Project Podcast. I'm your host, Andy. And for this show, I have said and done many things. Ah, nice. I like that. That's good. <laughs> and I'm your other host, Mike. And you know that new Storm Ooze legendary creature, Ave Progenitor Ooze? When you cast it, it's like the Storm Cloud's like, Ave another one. Ave another one. Ave, Ave another one. Ave another one. Please listen carefully. That's also very good. And when you play that combo, I expect you to say that. I will. <laughs> and this is the podcast where we talk about all things Magic the Gathering. But mostly Commander. So we have quite a few announcements, actually, from this past week. Uh, we, we did see a banned and restricted announcement. And if you are a fan of Historic, Time Warp is now banned. Gone. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> in the recent Strixhaven Championship, uh, five of the top eight and all of the top four historic decks were Jeskai turns, uh, prominently featuring Time Warp. So um, it just had to go. Yeah. I know some people were talking about like Brainstorm being widely used throughout the format. Why aren't they hitting that? And it's because Brainstorm's not the problem. Yeah. The announcement says more broadly, the Strixhaven Championship historic metagame was clearly dominated by blue-red based decks with Is It Phoenix and Jeskai Control also providing or proving to be both popular and successful. A lot of that discussion was centered around the uh, Mystical Archive editions, Brainstorm most notably, and the addition of these cards is something that they've been monitoring closely. Um, but they didn't really want to wait any longer. So um, if turns are the problem, let's take out the card that gives you the turns that's right so you can play jeskai um whatever else is left it's after just the called turns. jeskai <laughs> <laughs> so good luck to all you jeskai players out there yes uh so next up on the list we have secret lair stranger things uh which is uh it was it was hinted at geeked at uh at at geeked week so it was geeked at it was gawked at they were gawking at caused caused traffic on the road we were gawking as i hope don't don't read the, don't read articles online while you're driving don't please do don't that. do that we don't condone this we do not condone coil makes seat belts for a reason so That's i guess right. if you are reading just don't just don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, so, yeah. So, Netflix Geeked Week uh, happened where there was an announcement that there was a partnership uh, with Secret Lair for Stranger Things. So, if you've seen Stranger Things on Netflix and you Great like show. those characters, um, I know it's kind of based uh, on Dungeons and Dragons concepts and some of the creatures that are in there. So, um, you know, very fitting to come out during the Dungeons and Dragons set that we're going to see later this year. Do we think it's going to come out with that? It does. There's no announcement on when it's coming out, but it would make sense because there is like that that heavy D&D focus right. in 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 Stranger Things. The only thing I, the only problem I see with that is like after you buy Secret Lair, it takes months to it, get it. I mean, Valentine's Day a secret layer just arrived a few weeks ago right so like they could announce this today and it would come out months after the dnd set i feel like oh yeah absolutely so i'm not it's maybe they're going to announce it at the same time because that's when the hype is so gonna what be. is 11 gonna do that's a good question it's blood one, counters it's like the one image we have so hopefully i i hope it's 11 as a creature and not like 11's uh picture on a sorcery or something personally yeah. where you can control something Ooh, you could take control of something, or what if it's just unsummoned? That's just she's just poop, gone. Back to the back to the nether realm with you. 
creature. I mean, I guess we don't beast. know if it's if it's brand new. I would assume it is. Oh, that's right, because this is this is the whole um, expanded universe. This was yeah, the universe first set is beyond. They, this is the first set that they talked about is going to be reprinted. Right. Uh, so, so I yeah, assume it's going to be, going to be a mechanically unique card. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I don't assume it's going to. I assume they're all going to be legendary creatures like like the Walking Dead were. Right. Um. I hope I hope we get a Demogorgon. It would just it would make sense. That would be cool. Do you think it'll have... be legendary Demogorgon? I there's more than one, well, right? Y- yeah, I don't know. Or is it gonna be the Demogorgon? It's gonna without spoilers for the show. I can't really talk too much mm-hmm. about the Demogorgon, but um, I I don't know. And to be fair, it's been a minute since I've watched yeah. uh, Strange Stranger Things because mm-hmm. it's been over a year since it, there wasn't even a season during quarantine. That was before quarantine, it right? Was, it was, yeah, yeah. So that was a that was over a year and a half ago since we've even had season three i think it was season, yeah, it was three. season three i just i hope you know it's funny because when i explain the characters i have to explain who they are so like the mom boyfriend mm-hmm. i really i want a, a card for him but i don't think we're gonna get one for him and you mean uh rudy from the movie rudy yes and, yes and samwise gamgee from lord of the rings i can't remember the yeah. actor's name or right the now. guy who's the the um the lifeguard california guy i don't know their names in the oh, show okay yeah <laughs> you know no, that's true with yeah. the whisk you know uh-huh. like there's a but i assume it's just going to be like the main the main cast which i know sounds like a debbie dollar thing but i'm curious to see what they all do there'll be a bunch of kids on bikes is what it's going to be vehicles wait can Ooh, we get a vehicle we could probably get a bike as a vehicle yeah a bicycle a bike yeah all right um we also have a an announcement from Architect. The June deck building competition is out now. It was actually an an announcement that we had just tweeted about the other day. So if you saw it, you you have a head start. It actually is this Friday is the last day that you can enter. So for this one, it says brew an EDH commander legal deck whose focal point is either a new card released in Modern Horizons 2 or a str- um, or a strategy newly enabled by multiple cards from the set. While a Modern Horizons 2 card as your commander will certainly satisfy this prompt, it can alternatively be part of the 99, so long as it's central to your game plan. Um, and as always, creativity is king. So um, I know you always enter these. Yes. Uh, a lot of folks in our Discord are very excited to submit their deck list. We've seen Lannis. You wanted to, uh, I think you want to submit Ave, right? I do. I don't think it, I don't know if it's unique enough to win, but my only other option is Zervale, which I'm only adding four cards from Modern Horizons 2, which I don't think is significant enough to submit as a deck list. Hey, you got to try. There's three winners. Maybe I'll submit more than one deck. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, um, it is the deck lists are due um, at 9 p.m. Eastern time this Friday, June 18th. 18th, 2021. Um, you do have to reply to their announcement tweets. So you have to be on Twitter. It's it's just they had that's the easiest way for them to get out there um, from that architect account with a link to your deck on architect. So uh, good luck to everyone entering. Good luck. Uh, in other deck building news, uh, we have some updates to one of our favorite card search engines, Scryfall. So Scryfall runs uh, a program called the Tagger Project on Scryfall Tagger, which was a separate website where uh, users could go in and add tags to cards based on artwork or based on themes, mm-hmm. um, based on nicknames for types of cards and, we and everything. Made, we made decks for a stream with Tap That MTG mm-hmm. um, probably six months ago now. I had a, a bent knees theme mm-hmm. and you played... Uh, people yelling and screaming, which by the way, we should return to that sometime because someone made the suggestion to me that if you haven't updated that since Kaldheim, I bet Kaldheim has a lot of people yelling and screaming. We should, Absolutely. we should. And we use Tagger to find all of those things. Yeah. 
and, and we tagged all of our cards. So, yes. so now you're going to be able to use scryfall.com, uh, the actual scryfall website itself, and use these specific tags. I'm not really sure if uh, they are supported in the advanced um, searching mechanism yet. So you're going to have to learn how to use some of the tags in the search engine, but by using art colon and then whatever you're looking for in art, you'll be able to find things with hats in them or squirrels in the artwork or anything. Um, but like I said before, also nicknames for some types of cards, uh, function is also a tag you're going to be able to use. So you can function to find tutors, which is the one that uh, I, I used. So Scryfall continuing to be the best database yeah. site. And they're hilarious on on pre-release when there's a card in another language and no one knows how to translate it and they're just like we'll just put this name up there <laughs> person standing in the back yes. <laughs> yes yes uh very very fun um i am looking forward to using these to find tu- like cards like tutors i mean that oh, that's yeah. really easy just generic tutor for this too mm-hmm. you know so um and then we also had our modern horizons pre-releases past weeks so we're going to spend a few minutes talking about that um i my pool was pretty meh honestly i had uh, i made a green white deck the the actual synergy and the strategy behind green white and limited is supposed to be plus one plus one counters and i i only had like three or four cards that really cared about that but but squirrels were really easy to do uh just with what i made so squirrels were pretty rampant in our in our group of six that did the pre-release mm-hmm. i think half of more than half of us had squirrels in our decks mm-hmm. and um i did get some games in uh i think i had seven squirrels in a gilder gilder baron that's the name the name that that you sack a token yeah one two sack a token get plus two plus two till end of turn and and uh it had a counter on it and then i had the card that gives it trample if there's a counter on it so i sacked like all these squirrels still didn't win the game but it was a lot of fun yeah (laughs) how was your pre-release uh i i had uh the ability to build two completely separate decks in my (laughs) pre-release and decided to use one of those decks as my sideboard which was cool. So I built uh, Black Red Madness, Black Red Discard. Yeah. Um, which I pulled a, a Chainer um, Nightmare, Nightmare Adept, Adept, which is amazing and limited. It's never been in limited before. It was right. a Commander Precon. So um, highly recommend if you like have that in a draft or something to to draft that as a as a bomb card. And then my other deck was a Green White Blue Enchantments deck because I pulled that legendary uh, Green White Creature. Uh, enchantment whenever you cast an enchantment spell you draw a card and oh, gain one life Sithis, Sithis. something something hand mm-hmm. Sithis with the hand uh, but most of my enchantments were actually in blue like the one blue to give a creature minus three minus zero or something an aura um, so uh, I definitely I won two games with the Rakdos deck won two games with the Bant deck uh, and then in, in the third round I ended up losing um, couldn't figure out which one to go a lot of graveyard hate Turok's in Canticle got cast on me uh, every game that it could have been which mm-hmm. is the you reveal your hand they make you discard one and then you also discard a card at random feels real bad oh yeah Feel, when they take the two good cards you're like well mm-hmm. well crap but I did open a solitude which is the mythic white nice. which has the it's what path to exile for mm-hmm. evokes uh, uh, swords or is to it sword, swords to plowshares mm-hmm. it's all i know is it exiles i don't it, it's the game life yeah mm-hmm. so um so that was cool um i got a gaia's will and the replenish so i got two unfortunately two suspend cards not so hot and limited i mean i guess they're cool if if you 
can make it that far. I'll, I'll be honest. I had a gar a Gargadon in my limited pool in mm-hmm. my Rakdos one. That one is might be the best suspend card in limited. Yeah, yeah. It's four turns, and then you get a seven seven five with trample or yeah. something for two mana. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Well, before we continue with what we're talking about this week, we want to thank all of our patrons. Thank you so much for all of your support. If you would like to become a patron, you can head to patreon.com slash the guardian project pod. Not the just slash guardian project pod and if you're looking for another way to support the podcast whatever platform you are listening to the podcast on now if you could like comment subscribe rate follow uh if you are listening on youtube you can hit that bell icon and get notifications whenever we release new videos on our youtube channel so please do so um we love interacting in the comment section of our videos so leave some comments we also got some new tokens in the mail so we're testing it out we actually got plastic tokens Mm -hmm. um so those of you who have our tokens already we're trying out some new materials to see if we can get them to actually be full dry erase front and back these look to be promising, so we got to try them out for a couple more weeks before we order some more. Yeah, happy with the quality, but but uh, some some minor minor flaws. Yes, they're not Th- perfect yet. Things, yeah, things we want to change on them, and we will not give you sub sub perfect tokens. Sub perfect, <laughs> under perfect, less than. Zakoil, <laughs> so, what are we talking about this week? Uh, this week, uh, last week we talked about our favorite Modern Horizons two cards, and this week we're going to talk about Modern Horizons two a little bit further. But we're going to talk about combos. So specifically, we're going to talk about Commander Spellbook yes. combos um, that have been released, and we know it's a little bit early in the process, and there's some uh, backlog for these combos going in here. So there's also some combos that aren't quite yet on the website yet, but they will be there soon. So I think it's time for us to just uh, Micaeus and Triskelion. You mean? You ready to get a combo? Yes. All right. So we're talking about combos this week. And um, specifically, uh, I want to start, I guess, with a a combo that I I referenced last week that... um, I didn't go too deep into because uh, it's it's related to that commander that I wanted to build. So I said I wanted to build Zabaz the Glimmer Wasp. So we're going to go through a bunch of these these combos here today. And um, this is a four card combo and it's done in colorless and it's also very affordable. I mean, for the most part, it's really okay. affordable. So this is Zabaz the Glimmer Wasp, Mystic Forge, Ashnod's Altar and Arcbound Reclaimer. Okay, so. Um, Zabaz the Glimmer Wasp is an insect with modular. It says if a modular triggered ability would put one or more plus one plus one counters on a creature you control, that many plus one plus one counters plus one are put on to that creature instead. Um, the next card here is uh, Arcbound Reclaimer, uh, a zero zero golem uh, for four that says remove a plus one plus one counter from Arcbound Reclaimer, put target artifact card from your graveyard on top of your library and it has modular two um so you get two plus one plus one counters when it enters the battlefield mystic forge is an artifact from m20 you may look at the top card of your library at any time you may cast the top card of your library if it's an artifact card or a colorless non-land card you can tap it to pay one life exit the top card of your library it costs four and then ashnod's altar is an artifact that costs three and it says sacrifice a creature to add two colorless to your mana pool. So the combo works like this. You basically, you just have all four out on the battlefield, Mm -hmm. which um, can happen pretty easily. I mean, I guess you're not necessarily tutoring for this. I mean, you could if you wanted, Um, but so you're going to activate Ashnod's altar, sacrificing Zabaz, which is your commander. I Mm -hmm. mean, likely for this, then you'll have to find three cards. Right. Zabaz is going to put a plus one, plus one counter on the reclaimer. So now has three counters on it. 
you're going to activate the reclaimer by removing a plus one counter from it to put Zabaz from your graveyard on top of your library. Mm-hmm. Zabaz only costs one, so you're going to use that mana. You're going to use one mana and cast Zabaz, and then you're just going to rinse and repeat. So this has infinite, uh, infinite enter the battlefield triggers, infinite leaves the battlefield, infinite storm, and infinite colorless mana. That's right. So if you have something to do with all your colorless mana, mm-hmm. go to town. Yeah, and, and I guess if you're only looking for the death and ETB triggers, you could use Phyrexian Altar as well, since you only need one mana to complete the loop, but then you won't have infinite mana. That's true. Yeah. So maybe there's some other things like cost reduction spells. And since you're in red, you could add like Reckless Fireweaver, because oh, yeah. when an artifact enters, so you make it five, you deal a damage. Reckless Fireweaver may, in fact, come up with some other combos we're going to talk about today. It's pretty it's good. Just, it's just really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there is a combo with Zabaz. And none of these cards are crazy expensive. Astronaut's Altar might be the most of all of these. And it's what, five, six bucks now? Or is it more? Uh, it's probably like 10 bucks. Is it like 10 bucks now? Yeah, I think okay. So. so it's relatively priced um, depending on your budget. And um, I hope to see it out there. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, you, you can definitely tutor up these pieces in the Boros colors. So. Yep. All right. So the next combo is everyone's favorite five color commander uh, from modern horizons too and that's garth the one eye so garth the one eye is a uh a human wizard five five for wooberg white blue black red green uh that says you can tap it and you choose a card that has not been chosen yet and you can cast that card you have shivan dragon you have black lotus um brain geyser brain geyser and uh regrowth is there one more sorry i can't read it on my screen right now because i'm did we list all five? Yep. Yep, we did. Okay. Terror. 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 We didn't. Miss Terror. We didn't. So there are five. The The most important ones uh, in this particular combo are the Black Lotus. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, and then in, in some versions of this combo, the regrowth is important too. But for this one, we really only care about the Black Lotus. So for this prerequisite, you need to have Garth on the battlefield along with two other cards. And that's Deadeye Navigator and Concordant Crossroads. So Deadeye Navigator is a six mana spirit. So four blue, blue with soul bond that says when it enters the battlefield you can soul bond it with a creature or if another creature enters the battlefield it can soul bond with deadeye navigator you can pay one into blue and you blink that creature or you can pay one into blue and blink deadeye navigator right concordant crossroads is a one green world enchantment that says all creatures have haste i still don't own one still really want one yeah it's pretty and good. not even just for this like i could use it in so many decks <laughs> oh yeah for sure um so how the how the combo works is you're going to have all three permanents on the battlefield. Uh, Concordant Crossroad is going to give Garth one eye haste. So even if it's the turn that Garth comes out, you'll be able to do this combo. You activate Garth to uh, cast a Black Lotus, sacrifice the Black Lotus for three blue mana, use two of the blue mana to blink Garth one eye. Uh, comes in untapped, has haste because of Concordant Crossroads, and then you can continue to create infinite blue mana this way. Um, once you have quote-unquote infinite blue mana you can now turn your black lotuses into any other color of mana that you want um so this particular combo allows you to have infinite colored mana of all colors uh, infinite enter the battlefield effects or infinite enter the battlefield triggers infinite leave the battlefield triggers and infinite shivan dragons with haste which is how we're gonna win with just these three cards you don't actually need an enabler or anything 
Um, just make a bunch of shivan dragons. They have haste because of concordant crossroads. Yeah. Fire breathing a, a million each one because you have that kind of mana. <laughs> um, so, so really this combo depends on a blinking ability and a haste enabler. So uh, there's probably a hundred different ways you can do this with Garth. I saw one the other day using lightning greaves with another creature that's similar to like a dead eye navigator ability. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have the cards in front of me, but I'm sure we'll see five or six different ways to do it. Garth does, does feel like a smidgen of a combo deck, but mm-hmm. you could just use it if you want to just have five colors and then be able to play with Shivan Dragon and Black Lotus and Terror and all those cards. Brain Geyser. For sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Do it up. So let's do an easier one. Let's go with a two card combo here. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna take it back here. New card that I'm planning to put in a coins deck. This is Tavern Scoundrel. So Tavern Scoundrel is a one-three human rogue for one on a red that says whenever you win a coin flip, create two treasures. And it also has pay one, tap it, sack another permanent to flip a coin, but um that's not the most important part of this it's just the flipping a coin in general so if you're playing just with zinder split and okan you flip a coin um until you lose a flip when you go to combat for each of them so you might just inherently win two or three flips which means you might make four to six treasures which i like that this is create two treasures and not even just one that's great thank you it's i think it's because it's built for a limited environment where like then you can sacrifice one of the treasures and try to get two more out of it. And so you're yeah. like playing a game of chance. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But if you play it with another card that goes that goes infinite it with already with Zinder Split and Okan, uh Frenetic Ifrit, uh, which is a uh creature, it's an Ifrit, uh, a two one with flying for one, a blue and a red that says um Pay zero, flip a coin. If you win the flip, Frenetic Afrit phases out. If you lose the flip, sacrifice Frenetic Afrit. I am impressed. I did not actually get a tongue twister there because I was really <laughs> expecting to mess that up. So uh, the way that this works is you do have to stack all of them immediately because you can't you can't just flip one because if it phases out, you can't respond to it. It's gone. So you just decide the number of coins you you plan to flip you can just say I flip a million coins Mm -hmm. and then just make them you're, you're going to likely make how your table's going to say, yeah, if if, statistically, if you even want to say half the time you're going to get it, you're going to make half that amount times two for treasure. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you've made infinite mana with frenetic of free. That's right. That's, that's it. You've just, those two cards make infinite mana. And if you're playing coin flips, and you're already playing Fnatic Free, and you just draw a bunch of cards with Zinder Split, um, you're good to go. But it's nice that you have the mana because Zinder Split and Okan really are are they are expensive cards CMC wise. Mm-hmm. They they are not cheap commanders. And then you can cast spells now instead of trying to just get in with Okan and Trample. You might just be able to cast your other spells now, like a fling. True. And if you flipped a million coins and now you have that, you know, a fling or a Chandra's ignition or a thud, mm-hmm. you know, what, whatever, what, whatever it is. Oh, you yeah. can get, I think, I think Tavern Scoundrel, huge upgrade for that deck. Oh yeah. And, and, it was, and it, it's important to note, I guess, I, I know you said infinite mana, but it's infinite mana from an infinite number of treasure tokens. So reckless fire weaver. Yep. There you go. Another reckless fire weaver trigger here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know you just did a simple one, but I want to do. Um, well, I think it's simple. Maybe it's maybe it's more simple than I think, but it's a four card combo. Okay, uh, this is a four card combo in four colors: so white, blue, black, and green. So no red. Uh, involving forget red. <laughs> in our, our new card here that we're involving is Academy Manufacturer. 
amazing card and we're going to talk about this in more than just i'll do the next combo with that card next yeah okay so academy manufacturer uh costs three mana it's an artifact creature assembly worker says if you would create a clue food or treasure token instead create one of each and it's a one three um so this particular combo uh involving that card is using tamio's journal to create clue tokens clue tokens clue tokens clue tokens at our (laughs) upkeep um so tamio's journal is a five mana legendary artifact this is the beginning of your upkeep investigate you can tap it and sacrifice three clue three clues it doesn't say three clue tokens just three clues because (laughs) clues are on creatures now too uh search your library for a card and put that card into your hand then shuffle your library we don't really care about that second part we just care that we're going to be creating a clue to clue token (laughs) i'm going to keep saying clue token (laughs) how many tokens does this combo make we're going to make a clue token at our upkeep every single turn uh which with academy manufacturer is going to make a clue of food and a treasure token yes Uh, we're going to use an enchantment such as doubling season in order to double all of our tokens that we're going to get okay um obviously there's more than just doubling season that you can run in this slot but this is allowing us to get six tokens at our upkeep so we could run an anointed procession here you could run an anointed procession you could run a parallel lives parallel lives do it does tokens as well Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. it does tokens Uh, yeah that's the whole point that's the whole Uh, point primal vigor and then i don't know what else after that though but either way we're gonna need six tokens uh actually we really only need five but with six tokens and a time sieve which is for a blue black for a blue and a black you get an artifact that says tap it sacrifice five artifacts take an extra turn after this one so by sacrificing five of these artifacts we'll be able to take an extra turn and at our upkeep at our next turn we'll make six artifacts and we'll sacrifice five of them to take another extra turn so this way we're going to be creating um infinite turns uh, infinite treasure tokens infinite food tokens and infinite clue tokens because we can choose which one token we leave behind that we're not sacrificing to the time sieve so with these four particular cards uh we should be able to draw our entire deck uh gain infinite amount of life and then have infinite mana as well at the end so um if you don't win after that uh, that's you, on you you got to build your deck a little bit differently. differently yeah just change change it up a bit mm-hmm. so let's let's stay on academy manufacturer for a minute sure but instead we're going to change everything else out oh okay and this time um so i worked with actually it was really fun i collaborated on this combo with the folks in the commander spellbook discord um there was there was discussion going around about underworld cookbook and the card oval chase daredevil and how that could maybe become some sort of a combo so uh, the Underworld Cookbook is an artifact for one that says tap, discard a card, create a food token, pay four, tap, sacrifice the cookbook to return a creature from your graveyard to your hand. And then Oval Chase Daredevil is a card that originally came out in the Kaladesh block. Um, it is a 4-2 human pilot for three and a black. And it says whenever an artifact enters the battlefield under your control, you may return Oval Chase Daredevil from your graveyard to your hand. Okay. Um academy manufacturer as you mentioned if you would create a clue of um if you create a clue food or a treasure instead you're going to create one of each um so here what you would do is you would tap the underworld cookbook to create a food the uh oval chase daredevil is what you discarded to make that food to the cookbook the oval chase daredevil is going to see uh, a food enter and come back to your hand now you need to be able to untap it but you kind of need a couple of artifacts to do that so if the academy manufactures out instead of just making a food you're going to make a clue a food and a treasure so now you've got the oval chase daredevil coming back to your hand but you can't untap the cookbook yet 
-hmm. The cookbook can be untapped by Clack of Omens. So mm -hmm. Clack of Omens says tap two untapped artifacts you control, untap target artifact. So you tap the cookbook and discard the Daredevil. With the Academy Manufacturer out, instead of one food, you're going to make a food, a treasure, and a um, clue. clue. So now you will tap two of those mm -hmm. to untap your cookbook. Mm -hmm. And the Oval Chase Daredevil came back because those three clues came in. So now what you do is you decide the two you're going to tap and you leave one of them untapped. So you can tap a clue and a treasure and leave a food up, you know, whatever. But essentially here you have infinite discard triggers, infinite return from graveyard to hand triggers. I don't know if, I mean, Sir Conrad, Sir Conrad so, yeah, it works really, really well. Mm -hmm. um, Cause this is in black in, in Tormod, um, really too. Yep. Uh, you have, um, a discard outlet for Asmorano, Mordica Dice, the Nicole Car, which is the commander that I really wanted to put this in. But it also really works well in Guillaume mm -hmm. because green, black food, you can make infinite food here. Mm -hmm. um, but essentially, you're getting infinite clues and food and treasures all untapped. Yeah. Because you just decide the two you're going to tap. So you, one of them is always untapped. So you just keep going and... Uh, I, I really want to play with this. Actually, funny enough, I had posted this and I had a listener actually send me a deck list of what they would build. Really solid deck list. I posted it in the Discord so people were able to look at it. Mm -hmm. Very expensive deck, but it's great. Yeah. Now with, with infinite foods, you can have Asmo pretty much board wipe then by sacrificing two foods to do as long it's as it's six, not indestructible. Is it six damage to, yeah, to it, target creature? Correct. Uh, the the creature do they do deals six themself. damage to itself. To yeah. themselves, yeah. So um, the the Asmore card says as long as you've discarded a card, you can pay black to cast it. So when it enters, you search your library for the cookbook, which is nice because the Daredevil doesn't have to be in your hand to start this combo. It can just be sitting in the graveyard. You do need it, though, so don't get bajuka bogged mm -hmm. or rest in peace. Yeah, don't get ripped. Because this deck dies to rip. Sure does. <laughs> this combo does. Um, but yeah, sack two foods, target creature deals six damage to itself. So it is also a board wipe with um, Asmore and uh, Guillaume. Uh, if I look up Guillaume real quick, Guillaume says, uh, pay one sack of food, target creature gains indestructible to, until end of turn and tap it. You tap everything so down. So you can tap everything down. And if you've got some way to just swing in, mm -hmm. you, you're you you're playing Guillaume control at that point. That's which, right. It's pretty fun. That's I guess that works. <laughs> like Golgari control. Why not? Yes. At the beginning of your end step, create a, a number of food tokens equal to the number of non-token creatures that entered the battlefield under your control this turn. So it might only be Guillaume, but but that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So next one. Um, I don't I don't have I don't have things that aren't complicated. So we're just going to keep going with the complicated stuff. Um, so this particular <laughs> this particular card from Modern Horizons 2, I thought was from Strixhaven, uh, which is why I kind of overlooked it, because it cares about wizards and shamans. And this is Harmonic Prodigy is a Modern Horizons 2 rare Harmonic Prodigy for two mana, one in a red. You get a one three human wizard with prowess that says if an ability of a shaman or another wizard you control triggers, that ability triggers an additional time. So we're going to combo this with the color black so that we can run a wizard called Dire Fleet Ravager. So for three black black, you get a four four orc pirate wizard <laughs> with melee or sorry, with menace and death touch. This is when Dire Fleet Ravager enters the battlefield. Each player loses a third of his or her life rounded up um, when in. Uh, in combination with Harmonic Prodigy and that Dire Fleet's Enter the Battlefield effect, each player is going to lose five-ninths of their life is how the math works out. So they have four-ninths left, which is 
Uh, notably, less than half, which is important uh, for the third part of the combo, which is either an Arc Fiend of Despair or a Wound Reflection. An Arc Fiend of Despair is an eight mana demon. So for six black black, you get a six six flying. It says your opponents can't gain life. And at the beginning of each end step, each opponent loses life equal to the life that player lost this turn. Or Wound Reflection that says at the beginning of each end step, each opponent loses life equal to life they lost this turn. This is on an enchantment for six, for five and a black instead. So with those two simple cards, um, everyone is going to lose five-ninths of their life and then lose another five-ninths. And if you're good at fraction, ten over nine is more than 100%. Yeah, so you will lose five ninths, but everyone, but your opponents, because of the wound reflection mm-hmm. or the archfiend of despair, is that what it, archfiend of despair, archfiend of despair. Yeah, they only only they will lose. That's right. And fractions are not great. I'm not great with fractions. I will be honest. I don't run that card because I always had an issue with <laughs> what is half your life round or one third, third of your life yeah. rounded up. What's one third of your life rounded up? My life's at forty. You just have to pull out a calculator with that card. Yeah, I mean, we used to use our phones to track life totals, so we always always had a calculator there, anyways. Yeah, right? you won't always have a calculator with you. Liars, liars, lying teachers. Literally, always. They All you know. teachers out there, stop telling students that. When you were in first grade, <laughs> did you know that smartphones were going to be a thing? Did you play? Did you have a modded TI eighty three with like video games on it? I did not, but I did. My I had a lot of good friends that would have like super mario like the, mm. the quote unquote like a game like super or you like run and play the the ti-84 silver plus edition <laughs> had the had some games already loaded on it <laughs> which i was always jealous of because i and my parents knew about it too they only got me the regular 84 version um but yeah no i downloaded some stuff on it but i was one of the people that would like clear my memory after class every single day so whenever i downloaded something new i accidentally cleared it at the end of class and i always kicked myself for it but to answer your question in a very short way, uh, no. No. Was there a TI-82? <laughs> Probably. Did it start at TI? Uh, Texas Instruments? Just yeah. The OG. Oh, TI. TI. TI this is our one. TI calculator. <laughs> <laughs> and then the TI-2. TI-2. If you know the history of Texas Instruments, please tweet at us at Guardian Pod. <laughs> if you <laughs> work at Texas Instruments. Dire Fleet Ravager. <laughs> you need it. You need it in your life. You do. All right. So the next one here is a two-card combo that um, doesn't inherently do anything on its own. It doesn't really win you the game. You still need to add a third piece to this, and that could be the flavor that you add here. So... This is the first time that I've really enjoyed a mutate card. Mm. You heard it here. Mm. I'm saying something nice about Akoria other than cycling. Nice. Because um, I love cycling, but I wasn't a fan well, of Well, you don't mutate. like ram through? Oh, man. There you but go. That, all right, but that's not one of the specific mechanics. No, that's but it's just a, a card. Term. It's a card there from Akoria. All right, it's that's very important. Fair. That's fair. Ikoria is known for that was it an uncommon or is it a common do you it, think i don't remember now, <laughs> it's my favorite card from the set <laughs> it's one of mine too i i do very well but this is vadrock apex of thunder so this is the jeskai uh um legendary creature so for a blue a red and a white you get a three three flying first strike elemental dinosaur cat that says whenever this creature mutates you may cast target non-creature card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard without paying its mana cost so you can mutate for one a split white or a blue and red red Mm -hmm. okay so you need to be able to mutate vadrock onto a 
uh, a card. Yeah, non-human. Okay. Non-human, as we learned. Judge Anthony, <laughs> every example we had for him was pretty much a human, and uh, that's how we learned how mutate works. <laughs> and um, and the the other card here is Chef's Kiss. Mwah. Mwah. Okay, so Chef's Kiss is an instant for one red red that says gain control of target spell that targets only a single permanent or player. Copy it. Then reselect the targets at random for the spell and the copy. Uh, the new targets cannot be you or a permanent that you control. So you mutate Vadrock onto a creature you have, non-human, and then you, in response to the mutate, you cast Chef's Kiss. And you gain control of your Vadrock trigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it says the the you you have to reselect the targets at random, but mutate cannot go on anything except for your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's going to end up reselecting your own thing, mm-hmm. and then the Vadrak trigger is going to go off and cast Chef's Kiss from your graveyard, and it's going to reselect it randomly to the th- to your thing because mm-hmm. you can't go anywhere else, and then and then it's going to do its trigger again, mm-hmm. and you're just going to infinitely cast Chef's Kiss. Okay, infinite Chef's Kisses. That is the actual definition of chef's kiss. There you go. You got but, it. But so now it, it does say, um, the, the mutate does say uh, you, you may cast. Right. So you can stop it, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't just end the game. So what you need to do is you need to have another card to win. So you've, you've got infinite storm. I mean, here, so if you want to just grape shot someone, mm-hmm. you can grape shot someone. You the grape shot. Um, if you're playing with a Magecraft card from Strixhaven, and I have not actually looked any of them up, I assume in the blue-red variety with Magecraft, there's got to be something like make a Ar- treasure. Emeritus. Emeritus. That it just draws your deck. Is that when you cast a spell, you, yeah, so you, you draw one card. So I guess if our, our, um, Archmage, yeah, that's Archmage Emeritus. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there, there's one, right. You can draw a card. So the two cards itself alone don't really do a whole lot. Just do a scryfall search for Magecraft. Mm-hmm. And then oh, yeah. we'll see, we'll see what we get there. Um, because this one, this one really intrigued me. I saw a lot of discussion online. This one is not, quite yet onto um commander spellbook but i did confirm with judge chris before that mm-hmm. we did have this correct and this is actually how this works you make uh infinite treasures with a storm kiln artist oh yeah okay um, you can have an infinitely large clever luminancer what does that one do? clever luminancer is the one mana zero one with magecraft says whenever you cast or copy instant or sorcery spell clever luminancer gets plus two plus two until end of turn okay it's being seen playing some like boros modern okay type of decks all right um if we go outside of the like if we i guess if we expand the colors we can do the liliana the professor onyx and that kills everyone the witherbloom one will kill everyone too so you have to find a five-color commander so Vadrak wouldn't be your commander in this case. Right, right. So there's not... I mean, it looks like infinite treasures and infinite um, power and then or card, draw. card draw. So, so, I mean, I think with those, I'd go with Kiln Fiend and Amerit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd probably put all three in just, yeah, why you know, not? just for good measure. Um, this would... Uh, this would get me to build a Vadrak deck. There you go. Well, now you now you can build your Vadrak deck. This and Chef's Kiss. And then we could have a Mutate Knight we haven't done that on stream. I do still have my Aluna belt. And Nethroids, uh, I know I know Brian, our old co-host, mm-hmm. has um is it Brokos? Is that the is that the Infect one that no. he built an Infect deck oh, with? Oh, I'm not the, sure. I haven't played it. It's the the Mardu 
which is the Mardu um, legendary with mutate. That's the tiger. It's not uh, Brokos is the Saltai one. Brokos is Saltai. So yeah, it's the um, it's the Mardu one. So I know we've 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 got at least three um, uh, of them here. Yeah, it's Snapdax. Snapdax all on the floor. Snapdax is the hunt. Apex of the hunt. So um, you know, maybe we have to have another stream here, and yeah. I will be playing uh, a deck that I will be aptly naming. <laughs> so now I hinted at this particular uh, card at the beginning and in my intro. And yes, there is an infinite combo with Ave Progenitor. You do have a simple combo here. This is very simple. It's expensive, though, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah it is. So Ave Progenitor Ooze is a 2-2 two, two, uh, legendary creature ooze for two green, green, green with Storm. So whenever you cast a spell, you get to copy it for each spell cast before it this turn. Uh, Ave Progenitor Ooze is not legendary if it's a token, and Ave enters the battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter on it for each other ooze you control. Um, so the whole idea behind an Ave deck is to cast spells before you cast Ave, so you get a bunch of copies of Ave, and then all the Aves come in with different amounts of plus one, plus one counters on them. Uh, when combined with a card called Food Chain, which is an enchantment for three, for two and a green, says remove a creature you control from the game, add X mana of any color to your mana pool, where X is the removed creature's converted mana cost plus one. This mana be spent only to play creature spells. Um, it will go infinite with a certain number of storm count uh, on the stack. Now, that storm count is uh, two. <laughs> oh my so so you cast food chain for three mana and then you cast ave for five mana so if you have eight mana in mono green and those and wow and, seems real difficult and you have food chain in your hand because ave can be in your command zone oh my you can God. then cast food chain cast ave get two copies of ave you get to sacrifice both of those to your food chains for 12 mana total which is enough to cast ave again now for seven in which case you're going to get three Aves, which you can then sacrifice for 18 green mana. So you're going to be netting six green mana for every time you cast Ave, where you're only spending two extra for the uh, commander tax. So I guess you're netting four green mana with every loop, being able to allow you to have um, not only infinite cast triggers and infinite green mana, but you're also going to have infinite copies of Ave, and then the the biggest Ave will have an infinite number of plus one, plus one counters on it. So, um, highly recommend uh, picking up a copy of Food Chain. The cheapest copy of Food Chain you can pick up right now off TCG Player is like $55, though, so I understand if it's out of your budget. But if you're building an Ave deck and you can afford a food chain or if you can proxy a food chain, I highly recommend it. Yeah, we've been talking about food chain for a couple of weeks, even just off the show, and we just didn't own one. And right. it's funny that that neither of us even just have one Well, a lot of just to try it out. A lot of people were, were immediately they saw Thrasta, Tempest Roar, because that was released uh, kind of before all the other Modern Horizons 2 cards, which also goes infinite with food chain. Yeah, so. turns out food chain's food chains bonkers that's very good all right i'm gonna take us back here take us back you remember academy manufacturer we talked about i do remember maybe 15 minutes ago yeah it's a good card all right so again once again a one three assembly worker for three that says if you would create a clue a food or a treasure instead create one of each okay so instead we're gonna we're gonna change this up here and we're gonna go with a mill strategy okay so we are in the bant color variety okay mm -hmm. so we've got enduring renewal an enchantment for two white white that says play with your hand revealed normally i would absolutely not suggest that <laughs> but here let's go with it okay let's go with it. uh if you would draw a card reveal the top card of your library instead if it's a creature card put it in your graveyard otherwise you draw a card 
Whenever a creature is put into your graveyard from play, return it to your hand. Hmm. Okay, so there, there's that. Uh, we have Wave Sifter, a 3-2 elemental creature from Modern Horizons uh, 2 that, says, uh, that costs 3, a green, and a blue. And it says, uh, flying, when it enters the battlefield, investigate twice. Oh, yeah. Okay. So instead of just making, you would make two clues, but with Academy Manufacturer, you make two clues, two treasures, two foods. Oh, yeah. But it has evoke for green and blue. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, evoke says you may cast the spell for its evoke cost. If you do, you sacrifice it immediately. You're still going to get the ETB effect, but you're just going to sacrifice it. Mm -hmm. Let's just combine that with uh, Alter the Brood. So when another permanent enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent puts the top card of their library into their graveyard. So uh, what we're going to do here is um, Enduring Renewal says when a creature is put into your graveyard from play, return it to your hand. So you you evoke the Wave Sifter. Mm -hmm. So it's immediately going to die. Um, When it dies, you're going to put it back in your hand because of the Enduring Renewal. But when it entered, you made four or two of each of those those clues a food and a treasure Mm -hmm. you're going to use the treasures just to infinitely evoke it and you're just going to mill your opponents out that's that's pretty pretty good it's very cool it's very cool i mean the number of people that see enduring renewal play i don't i don't think there's many i I, i'm not one of them that's for sure literally i didn't know about this card until we were looking for combos Uh, this card was printed in ice age and then once again in time spiral remastered oh yeah so it's it's under three bucks wave sifters 29 cents caddy manufacturers under four bucks and then ultra the brood is like five bucks there you go so so you can make it work yeah all right so I, i you know i know academy manufacturer i think we should just continue with academy manufacturer one more time okay let's do it again um and this one you know there's there's a shift to it and, and actually the combo that we found is slightly shift uh, but it works with academy manufacturer so this is a legendary creature that you actually like and, and considered at least last week building it and this is lanis cryptozoologist a one two for green and a blue snake elf scout and this is whenever another non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control investigate you can tap it and sacrifice X clues. Target opponent reveals the top X cards in their library. You may put a non-land permanent card with mana value X or less from among them onto the battlefield under your control. That player puts the rest on the bottom of their library in a random order. Honestly, we don't really care about that. We only care about that first line of text that says whenever another non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, you investigate. As you can probably figure out with Academy Manufacturer, when you investigate, you're going to create three tokens <laughs> and not just the one. Uh, so in combination with a creature called Shrieking Drake, for one blue, you get a 1-1 one, one Drake with flying. It says when Shrieking Drake comes into play, return a creature you control to its owner's hand. You will be able to create a treasure, food, and clue token. If you've learned nothing from this episode, it's what Academy Manufacturer does. It really does do that. <laughs> Say it with us. <laughs> a treasure, a food, food and a, a clue token. Token. <laughs> um, so when you cast Shrieking Drake, you're going to get all three of those. With Shrieking Drake's Enter the Battlefield effect, you're going to return Shrieking Drake to your hand. And then you are going to, again, then cast it from your hand using the one treasure that you just made. Uh, and you're going to be able to make infinite clue and infinite food tokens with this. If you have the ability to double your tokens somehow, you'll also be able to produce infinite mana. Um, the particular combo that we found actually includes the enchantment intruder alarm. Um, so it, it also has other combos that you can do with it. You don't have to use Academy Manufacturer. Right. No, you don't. You don't, and you know what's funny is you don't even have to have a Academy, Academy manufacturer to even do all of this, um, right stuff either. 
So it's it's really cool because you can just do it without the Academy Manufacturer because with Lanus alone, you you make um, a clue. Right. So you can activate Lanus then at the end by sacking, sacrificing 16 clues and revealing the top 16 cards of target opponent's library, putting them out of the battlefield. And you can, I mean, you can do so much with this. So much. Absolutely. I guess I guess that is true. Um, with the Academy Manufacturer, you are creating an infinite number of clue tokens and you will be able to just activate lanas whatever you, card you want you have you can just leave you you don't even need the academy manufacturer at all just the three cards go infinite on their own without right. the manufacturer just because lana says when another non-token enters so you use you use the um the shrieking drake's ability resolving and returning it to your hand um but you do have to have well that's a creature that's tapping for blue so that that's true. the academy manufacturer gives us the treasure but if you right. have a creature that taps for blue um well al- then ready well then you need the intruder alarm to untap that creature correct yeah okay mm-hmm. yep. Yep, 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 yep yep we're on the same page there <laughs> <laughs> um all right well, um i've got one more go for it i've got one more and this one is pretty complicated so buckle up buckaroos um we are going to start with the new card for modern horizons 2 planeswalker dak and shadow slayer so, okay uh for white a blue and a black you get a planeswalker dak and the important part is it enters the battlefield with a number of loyalty counters on it equal to the number of lands you control. And the important activation we're looking at here is the minus six. And you get to put an artifact card from your hand or graveyard onto the battlefield. In combination with Felidar Guardian, a four mana one four cat beast, when it enters the battlefield, you get to blink a permanent you control. We're going to be using this enter the battlefield effect to blink Dakin in order to use that minus six ability more than once. Um, but the minus six ability can only hit a uh, an artifact, which is why we're going to be using Phyrexian metamorph which is three in a phyrexian blue for a zero zero that comes in as a copy of another creature but it's an artifact while it's in our graveyard which is important so that it can come in as a copy of Eladar guardian to blink our dak in in combination with a sacrifice outlet like ashnod's altar we'll be able to sacrifice our phyrexian metamorph and create infinite colorless mana and blink our dak in infinite number of times i love that it's a pretty cool combo <laughs> it's in three colors it's in the esper colors um it doesn't involve a legendary creature so it really can't like be enabled through your command zone so it's a little tough to put together but you can do it i love that for us tough to put together but you can do it no just the journey we were going on here oh okay there you go (laughs) um for our felden of the third path players very popular very popular card here um actually uh Combining it with two card uh, with with uh, Diamond Lion, a new card from Modern Horizons Two, which is a two-two artifact creature cap for two that says tap it, discard your hand, sacrifice Diamond Lion, add three mana of any one color um, to your mana pool, activate this uh, only as an instant. Which it's really funny to read. Um, you can actually go infinite here. So having Felden of the Third Path and Thornbite Staff. So Felden of the Third Path is a legendary human artificer for one red red. Pay two and a red, tap it, create a token that's a copy of target creature in your graveyard, except it's an artifact. It gains haste, sack at the beginning of the next end step. And then Thornbite Staff says um, it's it's a shaman equipment for two that has equipped for four equip creature has pay two tap it this creature deals one damage to target creature or player and whenever a creature is put into a graveyard from play untap this creature so really what you need here is felden of the third path out equipped with Thornbite staff you have to have mana available and and it doesn't have summoning sickness but essentially what you're going to do is you will um player your diamond lion sacrifice it it's going to go to the graveyard 
Um, you're going to activate Felden of the Third Path by paying three, creating a copy token of Diamond Lion, and then uh, activating the Diamond Lion to get three red mana. Thornbite Staff is going to trigger, which is going to untap Felden. And so you can just rinse and repeat by making infinite Diamond Lion creature tokens. So if you combine that with cards like Impact Tremors, Perforos God of the Forge, Reckless Fireweaver again, <laughs> Warstorm Surge, uh, Terror of the Peaks, uh, Pandemonium, Stalking Vengeance, Vicious Shadows, Hissing, Iguanar, or Alter the Brood. <laughs> um, there's, there's a lot. There's seriously so many. Uh, y- you just basically win. Yeah. Infinite with all death. of these. Yeah, infinite damage, infinite death, and ETB triggers for sure. With with all of them, with all of those. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and the um the other the other combo that I know a lot of people are talking about is is more in the green colors. Yeah. Uh, and that is with the new cards Herd Balith and Scurry Oak uh, individually. They're kind of doing the same thing. So Herd Balith is a five mana four four beast for three green green that says whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are put on Herd Balith, you may create a four four green beast creature token. Um and and Scurry Oak actually has evolve and it says whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are put on scurry oak you may create a one one green squirrel creature token uh, this combos with ivy lave denison it's a four mana two three elf warrior for three and a green whenever another green creature enters the battlefield under your control put a plus one plus one counter on target creature so we're going <laughs> to put it onto the herd balith or onto the scurry oak and we're going to create another green creature to trigger it again yep um creating infinite creature tokens infinite etbs and infinite plus one plus one counters um, add a concordant crossroads and go to town there you go and you win um you can also do this with a cather's crusade because whenever a creature comes in you put a plus one plus one counter on all of your creatures and then that one actually uh goes infinite to the point where you can't stop it so you got to be careful there that's always fun to see happen to though where you're like oops oops i win <laughs> no but you don't win oops it's a tie oops it is a tie it is a tie so there's there's plenty more combos here um there's going to be a lot uh, added to the website if there's a combo that you have uh found or you're excited to play that we didn't talk about we would love to hear from you so email us or tweet at us um whatever you need join the discord and message us you can add us there as well um we want to hear about the combos because we love them and i really like doing this episode after all these new sets come out it's always because fun. It, it shows me the 15 decks i need to build <laughs> and try and then take apart immediately um just to say that i've done it <laughs> but that's it for this week so we want to thank you all for listening if you want to contact us you can find our podcast online at theguardianprojectpodcast.com you can find our social media on twitter at guardianpod and our gameplay videos at youtube.com slash theguardianproject or you can email us at guardianprojectpod at gmail.com I'm on Twitter at ATFlory. And I'm on Twitter at WormCoilEngine. And of course, we want to give a special thanks to our editor and producer, Ryan Nichols. Thank you so much. Fwam, 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 fwam to you. And we want to give a thank you to Chris Wolf, our graphic designer. A good old fwam, fwam, fwam to you as well. Thank you fwam, very fwam. much for all that you do for the podcast. We appreciate it a lot. And to all you listeners, we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye.